0: Granddad Business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello! Underpants? That is hilarious! She should now do rate and review this podcast while my daddy will go into a deep depression. (laughs) Granddad Business with Aaron Caliber yeah
1: boom welcome to grown dad business we are well into our grown dad business episodes uh this week my friend bobcat goldthwaite is part of the episode uh before i introduce my co-host for this week uh just want to let you guys know i got some comedy coming up yes i do comedy coming up uh this week i'm in virginia beach the week after that i'm at in Erie. Uh, Then I'm at home trick-or-treating. And uh, then uh, in November, I have dates in Reading and York, PA with Jim Brewer. And um, geez, where else? I don't even remember. Anyway, December's huge too. December, I'll be in Toronto and Ontario, California and uh, in Toledo for New Year's Eve. Lots of stuff going on. Also, if you like movies, check out me and Sean Collier talking about movies handle the truth podcast.com it's our podcast for movies i want to introduce you to my co-hosts of course is my sweetie pies it's becca boo and luke the nuke Hi-ya. hey guys Hi. so uh what did uh what did we do today you want to talk about
0: we went to dinner and went to the lobby.
1: Yeah, we did go to dinner in the library.
0: I went to school and I did science and reading and math
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: all day.
1: So tell tell everybody, we uh sometimes when uh we go out to dinner we go to the hibachi grill. Um but you guys never want to go to the hibachi grill. Why is that?
0: Because they did fires but the- very fat fires. But- but the food is so good. The
1: food is so good, but you're afraid of the fires. Luke, are you afraid of the fires?
0: No. <laughs> I'm yes, afraid of nothing.
1: You are afraid of the fires.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, because you're like, I don't want to
1: Boom. I bonked Luke on the head with the microphone. <laughs> uh, are you afraid of the fire at the Hibachi Rebecca?
0: A little bit.
1: You don't have to be afraid of the fire.
0: Not even a little bit. She's just. She's not scared of anything. Nothing. Yeah. Ever. I'm hey, Luke. In the dark. Are you? Yeah. Really. Just a little bit. Nah, you're okay. Just a tiny bit. I'm not afraid.
1: Luke, can you stop? Just like he's just whispering into the microphone. So, guess what I'm talking about this week? My friend Bobcat.
0: Daniel, who's Bobcat?
1: He's my friend Bobcat. Um.
0: That's an animal.
1: Yes, it is.
0: A bobcat is a real animal.
1: But this is his name, Bobcat.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. This is cool.
1: Nobody can a hear guy, you, when you whisper like that. A
0: guy is like an animal. I mean, cool. kind
1: of. Bobcat uh, started off uh, doing lots of uh, comedy, some really ah. funny comedy. And now he makes movies and still Ooh. still does jokes like Daddy. Cool. Yeah, makes a lot of movies. Um, I want to tell people that he does movies like uh, one of Robin Williams' last films, uh, World's Greatest Dad. Uh, if you've seen Yay! that, if uh, also God bless America, uh, a horror Ooh, movie about a horror movie about Bigfoot called Willow Creek. Oh, uh,
0: that sounds. That, that sounds. sounds yeah. Sounds terrible.
1: <laughs> it just That's sounds what terrible I was about to you because you're kids.
0: That's what I was about. Well, to say. you're not allowed
1: to watch these movies. I'm good. And yeah, then uh, also uh, an amazing documentary called "Call Me Lucky." Um, you're just gonna have to look it up because I can't talk about it in front of my kids. It's about uh, child abuse. It's uh, or worse than that. It's it's bad. Uh, but uh, very very deep, interesting documentary. And, you know, Bobcat directed The Jimmy Kimmel Show and, and uh, Episodes of Chappelle Show, and uh, he's done a lot of amazing things. And I got a chance to uh, work with him in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, it's a short podcast. It's a short podcast uh, because we, we were going to do it before the shows, and then we were going to do it between the shows, and we ended up having to do it after the shows. And him and I were both coming off a long weekend. I was in Missouri. He was in Erie. Um, so, yeah, (laughs) we ended up doing about 15 minutes after the show because we were so tired after two shows, but Bobcat, uh, went right at it, man. Uh, he is, he has some great stories. Uh, it was a blast. It was a blast. So, uh, do you guys, uh, want to tell everybody about our sponsor? No, it's not Bobcat. (laughs) Uh, Luke, tell everybody about our sponsor Puzzle Packs.
0: Puzzle Packs, DRS. Indicated to puzzlepacks.com. dot com.
1: Okay, what did you just try to spell? Puzzle packs, Luke, How do you spell puzzle packs? D R S. No, it's not D-R-S. F-A-R-T. No, it's not. Uh, puzzle packs is spelled packs with an X. P U Z Z L E P A X dot com. It's a fold up six pack holder for uh, beers or beverages.
0: Yes, like water, beer, um, something. Chocolate milk? <laughs>
1: yeah, sure. You can put six chocolate milks in there. They also have yeah. a four-pack for wine bottles. Uh, and also, on the side of the, the fold-up pack is a bottle opener. It is, yeah. it is is American-made, and it's a veteran-owned company. What's yes. veterans, Luke?
0: V E O S.
1: No, what are veterans?
0: That's like, um, Soldiers. That's like soldier pla- facts that they used to fight the war in. with Soldier facts? Up. Yeah. Okay. They used to,
1: okay, thanks. Okay. Yeah, thanks.
0: They used to fight with video games. No, that doesn't make any sense.
1: No, no, the, no. Yeah. Veterans dad are,
0: has one. I like do
1: have that. a video game, but there are real soldiers that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. anyway, um, puzzlepacks.com. You could check out one of these cool products, Essential Must Have Dad product. You put in coupon code Aaron, A A R O N, you save some money. They're losing their minds right now. We're going to get to the podcast with Bobcat Goldthwait. I love you guys. Say bye. Say bye, you goofballs. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye,
1: Bye, everyone. Bobcat Goldthwait. Boom. Grown dad business, guys. I'm here with uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> with, with Bob Scratch Gold Farm, yeah. <laughs> Bob Scratch Gold Farm. No, man, I'm happy to see you. Yeah, we're old friends.
2: And Fun times. Uh, yeah. Um, so the gist of this, we talk about being a dad and talking about growing up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, we're good. I, yeah, I'm on? Um, All right. So, uh, yeah, my old man was super uh, funny uh, and odd, and he, I, I would like to say he did almost performance art but most of it was fueled by Budweiser <laughs> so he would like do stuff like have all the neighborhood kids over and tell them that he was going to jump off the top of the refrigerator into a jar of mayonnaise this is the best and he would wear like a crash helmet and put a cape on really? yeah and, in the, and everybody would just be screaming because he would climb on the top of it and then there was always something that would screw up like he would go oh that's Hellman's It won't work with
1: helmets. Dude, that's hilarious.
2: Yeah, he did that kind of stuff. Um, He took a dirt bike, and um, it was during when Evil Knievel was the rage, and he built a ramp that was going to go over our above-ground pool. And evil Knievel would <laughs> take the bike up to the top of the ramp back and forth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how he used to do it to get the crowd all yeah, yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. And my old man was doing it, but what he was doing was running the bike out of gas. So so Dude, he, how like he, he Yeah was he was committed. Oh yeah. Like good bits. Yeah, and I think his commitment Truly did influence me because that was like you know you just be weird and be really serious. Yeah, and you like odd stuff. Yeah, I mean, and making like, people feel terrified and awkward. Yeah. So yeah, that's what the old man did. And then it, later in life, he ended up doing magic, and uh, he did have a he did have a bad patch where he was mostly props. Yeah, <laughs> so, and he'd do it at senior citizens' homes and and kids parties. Yeah, but one of my favorite things was he had a jack in the box that. You would, you you know, and then the bottom would fall out, and the jack in the box was on a noose, and he had a note that said, I couldn't take that song anymore. Dude, like, he,
1: like, I can't believe, like, he was that funny. I never knew that.
2: Well, he he, he was really, uh, yeah, it was really, you know, that was, my dad was bigger than life doing that weird stuff, and then my mother was really sarcastic, so... I am I think I'm definitely wow. a hybrid of the two of them, yeah.
1: And, uh, dude, I did not know, too, like, you started doing comedy at, like, 15, but yeah. now it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That you didn't even start it earlier. I mean... Yeah.
2: And, I, and we did do sh- Tom Kenny, who's the voice of SpongeBob. Uh, yeah. He and I met uh, when we were in first grade. Yeah, you guys go way back. Yeah, there was a nun uh, that I made cry. I don't ever remember what I said, but she... <laughs> was crying, and she dragged me into his classroom and then just left me in his room, and I was crying. And uh, he just thought it was really cool that I could make a grown nun cry, so he <laughs> introduced himself at lunch. I do remember him coming up and saying
1: hi. Wow. Because he doesn't look much different. And when, when you first started, wh- what were you doing? I'm <laughs> you know, so, sorry, but you know No, funny? no, go, go. The
2: first impression of meeting Tom Kenny, who's my lifelong friend, was, um, oh, man, I feel bad for this guy. Because <laughs> he was really skinny and he had glasses. <laughs> that just gives you an idea of my. I was a fat butterball. We were the worst athletes. There was a girl who had two hooks for arms, and she would get picked in front of oh. us when they were making teams. They really would. And Tommy and I were just talking about this, and he goes, Yeah, when they did that, I realized I would be terrible at sports for the rest of my life. And I go, Really? Because when that happened to me, I thought, Oh, they know that we can handle this, so they 're just letting her go first <laughs>
1: <laughs> it 's funny that you guys connected where he was like the scrawny kid and you were the chubby kid, yeah, yeah, it's we just, looked that's... like a comedy team, <laughs>
2: even though we weren 't like we didn 't perform together too much, but yeah, we just but encouraged it, each other. you
1: you guys were for a minute, right. We would do sketch comedy together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And
2: we still do. You know, Tommy always shows up one way or another in the movies I make in small yeah. parts and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. My dream is to
1: do a a film with him as a lead. Yeah, I love that little those little like Easter eggs because I always yeah. read the trivia for every movie I watch. Oh, cool! And uh, I love finding that stuff because I love movies and. uh yeah, did you, you know I was just going to ask you when you were like when you were that young were you doing kind of stuff from your dad? Like how what were you doing? were you doing straight stand up? No, it
2: was it was it wasn't straight stand up. The earliest stand up was very odd and and it wasn't the persona that I ended up being known for, but I would be, you know, reading a Dear John letter and then crying. Yeah
1: and then go, my
2: <laughs> wife is so fat. You know, how fat is she? I, yeah. I, I told you I don't even have a girlfriend, you know. So yeah. it was always just weird stuff like that.
1: But it's interesting that, like, your Bobcat persona, it's, 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 a, it's a sketch character. Yeah, what's you know even what I
2: mean? weirder is that it, 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 the first time I did it on stage, it wasn't a guy doing stand-up. It was a guy who had seen Bigfoot and was terrified and nervous and trembling and screaming.
1: And... Uh, so that was his fearful voice, yeah, which is weird ah. because then I
2: went out and made a bigfoot movie, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really weird that it's all circular
1: which i I'm, I have to see oh okay. I have to see well, it's Willow it's
2: it's a scary bigfoot movie, you know? I
1: love horror movies oh good. is it and, and i I don't like reading stuff about it yeah because i want I just like the you know
2: it's more a suspense, you know good. I was seeing if i could could scare people um because I always love, like in Tarantino movies, when there's not much going on, but you're at the edge of your seat. You Everything know?
1: you're saying is, I agree with 100. Yeah, and, that's and, why I love John Carpenter.
2: Yeah, and, and and I thought, and I, and I realized when I did "God Bless America" that I, that I, I, I only like there's only two scenes where you're kind of wondering what's going to happen next. Yeah, and I wanted to see if I could scare people and put yeah. some suspense and stuff.
1: Which are, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I try to talk about, you know, dad stuff, but I can't help but talk about, like, your movies. It's funny because, like, people are like, oh, Bobcat's coming, like, and you talk about it on stage. It's hilarious because people are like, oh, he's still doing stand-up. Like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what's he doing? And then, like, you know, I'm a fan of yours. I like you as a friend. You know, and I'm like, Bobcat has done this, this, this. And they're like, he did those? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. It's weird. It's, uh, it,
2: it's it, But
1: it's exciting. I mean, I, I, I love that.
2: I like that, that you know, doing stand up affords me to go out and make these tiny movies on my own terms. So sure. so so even when I have a bad gig I'm always like going, you know, well this this prevents me from you know, doing Paul Bart three or something, you know. So, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. So uh, a a bad day at stand up is still better than a, a a horrible day at a studio.
1: <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. You uh you know, I always like talking to guys that have kids. Yeah, because you know, I'm I'm still a young dad, a young yeah. comic. Well, you know, the trying weird, to figure it out. The
2: weird byproduct, you know, my daughter and I. She grew up around comedy. She would come on the road with me. You know, she would. T- I've seen
1: pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
2: she's she was it was like, a, you know, it was like Paper Moon or something. Her and I traveling around. But the the thing I didn't expect that would happen is that my daughter and I would be friends. You know? Yeah. You, you you raise a kid and you just I didn't wanna be the cool dad. I wanted to be a dad. You mm-hmm. know, and I think a lot of parents go out of their way to they worry about what their kids think about them, and I never right. worried about that. And the byproduct, as an adult now, my daughter's <laughs> my daughter. I'm running a house, and she rents the guest house. Yeah.
1: So it's crazy, you know. We, yeah.
2: It's insane that 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 my daughter wanted to live with me. You know. It's no, cool. I think
1: that's awesome, and it's just it's you always think that like I guess people have that idea of like oh kids you know with comedians and stuff they're all going to be all messed up and right. You know, um, but that's interesting. You hear that, like, yeah, you didn't want to be the cool dad. No, I didn't. My you know? wife and I think it's super important.
2: Yeah, and people, you know, so so, and just being there, you know, and, it, and our schedules are impossible. But but yeah. but, but I think the emphasis is, is if you're present when you're with them, and they and yeah. and they need to know that that they do come first, you know, and that these are, you know, like I, and my daughter knows that there was no gig or anything that was more important than her.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's really encouraging to hear. I mean, but, uh, and, you know, I'm at a point now where, like, I have three kids and my wife's at home. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, it's one of those well, things that...
2: Yeah, I have a buddy who has two kids and he's, you know, uh, he, he he says, that, you know, the only time he's on on stage is when he has any peace, you know, <laughs> he's I, like... Uh, yes. It's
1: so funny. It's like, it's
2: <laughs> it's where... It's 100% most, true. It's the thing that most people think is the most stressful thing. And then yeah. you get up there and you go, ah...
1: Yeah, or when people are like, "Are you being on the road? Is that hard?" And I'm like,
2: "Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) "I'm in a hotel room by myself, and I can watch any Netflix I want."
2: Yeah, well, I think it's funny that my uh, I uh, have roommates, which is funny. 53 with roommates, it's all coming (laughs) together. But 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 my roommates are really funny because um, Caitlin Gill is a comedian and and. uh, She'll be like, hey, the award-winning filmmaker's home. Can you bring the recycling tubs back in from the street? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> award-winning filmmaker. <laughs> I uh,
1: Yeah, I you know, I, I try to be careful of... I, I love hearing you say that about just being present because right now I'm practicing that I'm home for holidays and birthdays. Yeah. Like, I have to be. Yeah. And there's no... Like, it just... If if I start early doing that,
2: yeah, you know it's funny as you get older. Um, uh, it's not about kids, but but um, I missed a few weddings over the years hmm. and the, uh, of people I'm close to, and hmm. and that's the one I do now too. It's like I, I, huh. I whenever a, a friend's getting married, I, I make sure I'm there no matter what.
1: Wow. I'm learning some real grown dad business. (laughs) Well,
2: that stuff is, yeah. You know, my my daughter, like I told the story tonight, you know, when when her and I were coloring and and I had smashed up the Arsenio Hall show and it was on the news and she was like six years old and she goes, sometimes you act like you don't have a brain in your head. And I go, well, it's just comedy. She's like, if it was just comedy, it wouldn't be on the news, you know. Her, her, yeah. her best friend was Lily Idol, still is, uh, is Eric Idol's daughter. And he's like, you know, Lily's dad's not on the news, you know. She, yeah, right, right. Oh, thank you. Oh hi. Uh,
1: it's. Do you think that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I always. It really. I'm trying to frame what I'm trying to say. It's, it's really encouraging hear You say that because I'm always thinking like. Oh man, my kids are growing up in showbiz, they're going to be so messed up. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, well, even though we do a good job, I think well, we're all right. Well, but I
2: mean they they they're doomed anyways. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I think I think um yeah, it was funny to, you know, as my daughter grew up, uh not to ruin things for her when I was directing the um the Jimmy Kimmel show. She really wanted to see Sonic Youth, and they came and performed, and, and she came to the show. And then, and then, um, as they walked off stage, they were like, "Hey, Bobcat, how's it going?" It? And she's like, "You know Sonic Youth?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." She was. Why didn't you tell me? I go because it was your thing. I you'd it, be you wouldn't oh, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. if it was your dad's friends. Yeah, I would have ruined
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting because I always think about that. Like, don't be the funny guy to your. Oh my God! Yeah, your kids' friends. Yeah,
2: and I know some comedians that I'm not going to out who, who whose adult children were messed up by by their dad, like uh, uh, you know having to be the focus. You know um, that is uh,
1: man. You're like touching my heart right now. That's know? really I really like hearing that.
2: Yeah, because I think I think you know I, I yeah you can't be and and my daughter really did grow up with comedians like, like oh yeah like ma- I said
1: I've seen photos. <laughs> Just of you back in the day, and your little girls running around. Oh yeah, Yeah, she she
2: grew up and goes. I won't even mention the names. It was really funny. By the time she was twelve, she would tell you, "She's like, I I can't watch that guy's a hack." (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to make anyone feel bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at a
1: point now where I'm trying to teach my son, like you know, it's like, hey, buddy, farts are not always funny. Like, relax. Yeah. Well. You
2: know, know, and it's it's yeah her most of her friends were were uh kids who who had comedians for parents and stuff so yeah so she had a support group i guess to yeah, help her yeah that's funny yeah i i yeah her you know and and i think i think you know it's it's like i said you know just being present being present when you're when you're around them uh, and then, and then you know, often, like I said, my daughter would go on the road with me a lot yeah. when she was a kid. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've taken my kids to certain places. You know, my wife and kids, and we have a good time. And I, I feel good where we're at now because my kids know that Daddy does jokes and makes people happy, like makes people yeah. laugh, and that's pretty neat.
2: Well, that's fortunate for you. <laughs> My my daughter just saw her dad really freak out people. <laughs> and She thought
1: that was comedy. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Well, dude, I you know I just want to talk yeah, to you real it's quick. Great to see you. I, yeah. I, no, I, man. I dude, it's late. We just did two shows. I did. You did a whole weekend of shows. Yeah. I, did. I figured, man, I gotta talk about Bobcat. I mean, you got a kid in show business. Yeah. Your and dad. it doesn't
2: it doesn't end. I mean, I'm texting with her right now, and you know it's she best. wants to know how the show went. I was like, first show, eh, but the second show. <laughs> And then tomorrow
1: morning, I have to Facetime my kids, and my son's gonna yeah. lick the phone and like <laughs> scream at me and like start dancing in his underwear because he's hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah.
2: Well, that's good. And, he yeah.
1: actually, the intro of this podcast will be me and my five-year-old son. Oh, good. Like well, he's my co-host. Oh,
2: good. Well, you know that uh, it doesn't skip a generation. There's a lot of comics that have, uh, you know, my friend Tony V's son is really brilliant and stuff. But yeah, oh, cool, man.
1: Oh, and I always tell them uh, they're they're gonna uh, Luke and Becca. This is the guy from Hercules.
2: Oh, wow. I always tell them, like, (laughs) that's my friend Bobcat.
1: And they're like, do you know him? I'm like, no, not the cartoon. But they don't get it.
2: Did the purple guy come over? Yeah, yeah. Right. I know. Not the the
1: grumpy 53-year-old guy. Yeah, I know. But thanks. Thanks, dude. Thank you. All right.